0: Now, uh, our regular guest analyst is first up for the new year, Sean McKernan. Sean, happy new year to you.
1: A happy new year to you, to Seamus, and hello to everyone in Roscommon Town and it's Interland and everyone listening online as well, and, and a happy
0: new year to them also. Thank you very much. Now, 2024, uh, 2023 was just a mad year with regard uh, to lots of things, uh, but there's going to be, it's going to be a huge year in terms of politics. Now, we'll talk about maybe the local and euro elections in just a minute, but there are a couple of referendums going on uh, this year. Can you tell me about those?
1: Yeah, well, suppose the 8th of March, we'll, we'll see um, uh, referenda, and uh, that's International Women's Day also. And um, that will see um, referendum questions on, uh, I suppose, updating the language around women in the Constitution, which I suppose is considered fairly archaic, and also, I suppose, updating the definition of the family and recognising that modern families are not necessarily built on marriage, but may be based on other, uh, as is to quote the wording, durable relationships. Um, So so on the face of it, um, it looks, I suppose, innocent enough or standard enough, but I think potentially there's danger for the government in this because, I suppose, there has been very rapid social change since the marriage equality referendum um, in 2015. Indeed, some change as well that predates that, and I suppose there is an element of in Irish society now a kind of an Americanization of some of our politics, an importation of some of the kind of the cultural war yeah. uh, dimension to politics. And I suppose I just potentially see some danger um, for the government in 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 those referenda because there is some evidence that a lot of the kind of the campaign groups who are looking for these changes are maybe not happy that the changes. Uh, are radical enough for Yeah, I was
0: going to um, say that they don't go far enough.
1: Correct, and that they, they mightn't deploy... Uh, there might be the same kind of civil society response that you saw um, in the referendum to do with marriage equality and to do with abortion. So I, I think I think probably lack of interest, complacency...
0: That could be it too, yeah.
1: People shrugging their shoulders could be a danger in these um, referenda... Like, apart from the Dublin-based South by-election... Um, In the summer of 2021, the Irish people haven't voted um, since before the COVID pandemic. That's right. Um, There's been an awful lot of changes in that time. Uh, Opinion polls show a lot of volatility. Um, And I just, in terms of making a prediction, I, I, I just see danger in those referenda, even though they look kind of obvious enough. Uh, updates to the Constitution.
0: Yeah, and there's been very little uh, debate so far, but I'm sure that that will ramp up in the next uh, month or so. Look uh, at st- yeah, no, yeah. Just
1: to point out, Seamus, it will also be the first test of the new Electoral Commission. So we would have have re- we would have had referendum commissions over the years, which are kind of standalone bodies that were set up for a particular purpose and they were disbanded. We now have an electoral commission that re- has responsibility for all elections and referenda, headed up by Art O'Leary, who's a former Secretary-General of, of our Drum, And this is, it'll be the first test of that new standing body, which, which will will oversee all elections. Um, so it'll be their first outing and their first test. As well.
0: in, in terms of the local and euro elections, uh, things have changed uh, radically too on the local scene. We have... Uh, municipal uh, area councils now and uh, things have been streamlined an awful lot at local level but still at the same time there will still be a lot of interest in the uh, local elections uh, to start with because uh, as you well know uh, personalities really rather than parties are important in local elections
1: Yeah, I mean, look, they are much more about, they're they're almost personal, you know, uh, uh, personal popularity contests, really, in a way. um, And often a lot of very intensely local issues can affect outcomes in counties and even in parts of counties. Um, Having said that, at a national level, they are seen as a referendum of a different kind on the popularity of a government, on the durability of government or of particular parties, Indeed, of the opposition party, and I suppose what will make the local elections very interesting uh, is the fact that on the last occasion uh, Sinn Féin suffered uh, for a very radical reverse.
0: Yeah, that's uh, right.
1: they are only in the region of eighty seats now. Fianna Fail have about two seven nine or one two seven nine on the last occasion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fine gael one two five five. Both performances were considered quite good. Pretty good. Yeah. I think. I think. I think. I think. No matter how Sinn Féin do, I think they got something like 9% of the vote on the last occasion, even if they're not doing as well as opinion polls suggest, they are going to have a markedly better uh, local election performance. And I think that will attract comment and it will attract attention.
0: Yeah, in terms of Euro elections, then it's it's, it's a kind of different uh, because you have you're, you have an awful even though it is personality led, there's an awful lot of big personalities, but people are more inclined to vote along party lines uh, in terms of uh, European elections.
1: They are, and I suppose Fine Gael, um tends to do quite well in European elections. I suppose of all the political parties in the country, it's most associated with the European project. And, you know, again, it often has, and if you look at, say, for instance, 2014, where it suffered a reversal in local elections, it still had quite a good European election result. And I suppose one of the big political beasts uh, is now in the European Commission, Mairead McGuinness, a massive vote-getter uh, in terms of our area. Um, mid- yeah, and am surprised
0: West. she's not running, actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was some speculation about that. And, I mean, she was very keen to shut that down very quickly, um, that it wasn't going to happen. And I see where uh, in the weekend papers, Leo Varadkar was saying that, you know, the commissionership was not necessarily going to be Fianna Fals, which, again, seems to go against a lot of the speculation heretofore. So certainly keeping the options open. Uh, for someone like Mairead McGuinness
0: to be... Uh, yeah, the only thing is, she's a very, very obvious uh, and would be a, an extremely strong candidate for the presidency when that comes up the following year.
1: Correct, but she's also a relatively young woman. That's and, right. Um, I suppose, um, you know, if she was reappointed to the commission, there are precedents for commissioners to maybe take a step back from their duties uh, to, to, to do things domestically and potentially return if they're not successful. And I suppose, you know, that's the kind of the gamble she might be thinking about now currently is, you know, like, I suppose, whilst she can run for president, she might necessarily be successful. And does she want to be out of a job and out of the limelight? And I think she's someone who's still relatively young and is very capable. Well, there's no doubt about that.
0: She's very uh, capable. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think the speculation at the weekend, um, and it was in the Mail on Sunday, just for people who are curious um, that that potentially, potentially that actually, you know, the commissionership is not Fina Falls as most people had thought, or certainly Peter yeah, Wrightgar yeah. put a question mark over that. I think that's a signal, you know, potentially that Mairead McGuinness would like to go again, or that you know that potentially someone else in Finnegal, maybe even the Taoiseach himself, might see that as an option. Yeah.
0: Very interesting. And finally, then. Uh, the British general election I know that we have to sort to look after our own house first but still it's so close to us and uh, you know we still have so many ties despite Brexit and all that sort of thing so very interesting uh, Rishi Sunak is hanging on by his fingernails although he seems to have fairly strong fingernails the way it's going at the moment Uh, but there's going to be a British general election whether it's in twenty four. Uh, it probably will be uh, later on this year. So that's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, so there's a few points on that, Seamus. Um, I suppose, firstly, um, we will have our local and European elections on the second weekend of uh, June. And that's something that will be happening in terms of European elections anyway across the European Union. Britain is no longer locked into that because it will no longer be returning MEPs. And they're proposing to have local elections on the first weekend of May. That's right. Um, So um, I think one of the challenges for the Conservative Party is, do you allow local elections to go ahead um, and then have a general election? And I think the challenge for the Conservative Party uh, is that in 2021... They, they have different local elections, different years. So there were some local elections already held last year, but these ones this year are more substantive and for a greater number of councils, etc., and also for things like the London Mayor. The challenge for the Tory party is that under Boris Johnson's uh, early and very popular leadership, obviously it, it went a bit downhill towards the end, but he was very popular in his early years. They had a good local election in 2021. This is the next kind of comparable yeah, yeah. election. Inevitably, um, it's it, it's probably going to be very challenging, to put it mildly. And it was the question mark then for for Sunak and for the Tories: is you know do you do you have that kind of deflation, um, morale low, etc. Going in then to the, yes, more, yes. the more important general election contest? The kind of the counter theory to that is David Cameron's appearance in cabinet, and you know people think it's unlikely that he came out of private life probably came out of very lucrative private yeah, practice yeah. in terms of business and in terms of income to do a short stint as Foreign Secretary that, that when he signed up for that he probably signed up on the expectation uh, that the general election was going to be a year away and I, I still think that they will leave it as long as possible um, to maximise their chances that, that's
0: my own personal view And finally um, finally, uh, we're yeah. going to have for certain an election in the USA in November of 2024 and to me, anyway, definitely the terrifying prospect that Donald Trump is going to get reelected.
1: Well, I think he's certainly going to be the Republican nominee, um, and um, I suppose maybe just to highlight a few things. There's a lot of coverage about him being absent from the ballot in Colorado and Maine. That is, that is for the Republican primary at the moment, and also it's kind of in abeyance because both are being legally challenged. Uh, but they're getting a lot of coverage. Um, getting a huge amount of coverage. It's worth noting other states haven't gone down that road. Um, but I think, and I've said it before on this show and on other shows, Seamus, that I think the prosecutorial system in America and the legal system is is quite party political. And I think Democratic yeah, yeah. kind of democratic prosecutors who are pursuing this agenda. Now they're pursuing extremely important points of law and extremely important yeah, yeah. principles regarding upholding democracy. But I do wonder will they rue the day that they're giving Trump um, so much publicity? Yes. And I think you know this thing of not allowing him to go on the ballot or proposing to not allow him go on the ballot feeds into that narrative. Uh, from four years ago, that the election is stolen, that there's a conspiracy to keep him out, etc. And it's kind of activating his base. And I just wonder, I just wonder, is that a wise strategy, even though the principles are very important? Is it a wise strategy when you're dealing with someone as clever and as cunning and as politically savvy and media savvy as Donald Trump?
0: Very interesting stuff. Really enjoyed that. So, okay, uh, look at Sean. Thanks very much for that. Sorry for delaying you a bit longer than we thought, but uh, no, that's no worries, it's very interesting stuff to speculate. There's one, point. There's yeah. one
1: last point. And sure. I, and I know you're. I know you've a packed show and. I'm, and no, no, we're we're okay. Yeah, you've a packed show, and I'm I'm sure your listeners are looking forward to it. The, the the local elections here may have an impact on the general election timing as well. That's and, right. And this is something. I would have always argued, and I think I've argued on your show, that again the government would leave it as long as possible. They can go to March 2025 right. if they want. And I always felt uh, that they would go as long as possible, you know, to maximise the delivery of housing. Yeah, I have to agree
0: with you that. there. I think it'll be yeah. fe- February next year. But, I think it will be. I
1: suppose, but what I what I do, what I'm beginning to think about over the Christmas period is that, you know, perhaps they might like to go earlier. And the reason for that is that if a significant number of TDs uh, are successful in the European um, elections, and indeed as well, if the commissionership goes to to a sitting TD, you are going to have a number of by-elections going on. And and they may may actually cut and run rather than than do that. So I, I, I think the possibility of a general election this year in Ireland has probably increased a little bit.
0: Lovely, Sean. Lucas, thanks a million for that. We'll be talking to you on a regular basis during the year with the help of God, and uh, thank you very much, and a happy new year again. Thank you, thank you, and Th- uh, regards to all of Thank, thank you. you very much, Sean. Thank you very much, Sean